Welcome back to the End of Days podcast. In this podcast, I just want to encourage everyone to get as close as they can to God, laying aside everything that might be holding them back in their relationship with the Heavenly Father. Because we're at the end of days, it is not the time to be dragging your feet, but to come all the way to God. No hesitation, no holding back, completely surrendered to His Word and to his will. So let's first go to the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 5. And it's talking about a man named Enoch. So let's dive right in. It says, verse 5 here, By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. And he was not found because God had translated him. Before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And in reading that, I'm thinking of our situation here as Christians in the last days. We too are waiting to be translated. Maybe to put it a different way, we're waiting for the rapture. But while we are waiting, we want to have the same testimony that Enoch had. And it's simply this, that he pleased God. But how did he please God? What did he do? Let's keep reading now in verse 6. Verse 6 says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him, him who is God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, or seriously, or sincerely, Seek him. First, we have to believe that God is or that God exists if we're going to come to him. As in the book of Psalms, chapter 19, verse 1, it says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Verse 2 says, Day unto day utter speech, and night unto night shows knowledge. Verse 3, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. And also in the book of Romans, chapter 1 and verse 20, it says, For the visible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even or which are his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. In other words, there's no excuse for not believing in God. God does exist. And also back to the book of Hebrews, still in chapter 11, looking at verse three, it says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Notice that it says through faith that we have this understanding. This faith we have in our hearts is not something we can truly explain how it's done, but we know that it's done by the invisible God, the God that is not seen. And as it says here, the worlds were framed by the word of God. And this is humbling, or should be humbling, knowing that there is a creator. 
a creator of all things. And like it says in the book of Psalm 100, that it is he that has made us and not we ourselves. And that's an eye-opening statement for a lot of people who believe in somehow that uh, man created his own God or we somehow evolved in some kind of evolutionary something or other. No, we were made. We were created by God Almighty. And we have to humble ourselves to that realization. There's even some Christians that still hang on to um, evolution or some other theory about the existence of man or existence of the universe, all of which are wrong. It is he that has made us and God that created everything. And we humble ourselves to that fact. Because like it says in uh, verse 6 here, without faith it's impossible to please him for he that comes to him must believe that he is. Based on the evidence, we believe that he is. We believe in his word that says he is God. We believe in the written word. But beyond this, there is interaction with God because it goes on to say that he is a rewarder of them that diligently or sincerely or seriously seek him. That he is a rewarder of them that seek him. So this is just a belief thing only. There's an interaction there where God will reward us for seeking him. And this brings us to the book of Romans chapter 8. Go over there real quick. And it says, Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons or the children of God being led by his spirit. That's an interaction. That's a move of God that's leading you about your lifestyle, the direction your life is going. Drop down to verse 16. It says, The Spirit itself, the Spirit of God, bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So once again, we're talking about interaction. God interacting with us. It's not just, okay, we believe in that's it, there you go. But no, God is reaching out to us, wanting to lead us and wanting to guide us through our lives, causing us to live the right way, causing us, us to live according to his will, leading us along the path of life. And this is what God wants. He wants us to have faith in him. Let's look also at the book of Mark chapter 11 and verse 20. Mark 11, 20, it says, And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Now, if you read the entire chapter, you realize that this fig tree was cursed by Jesus the day before. He said, nothing else is going to grow on it. It's going to wither and die. And Peter noticed that's exactly what happened. Verse 21 says, And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou had cursed is withered away. And in my opinion, before he can get to the question of, How'd you do that? Jesus answered him and said, Verse 22, Have faith in God. Because if you have faith in God, that takes care of the how. The how? Yeah, because... God is God. 
and he can. That's how. And faith is a lifestyle. It's how we live as Christians. It's not something that we take like a vitamin, like, oh, well, back in 1972, I took faith back then. Though it's something that we have ongoing. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, that we walk or live by faith and not by sight. And a fine example of somebody literally walking by faith is found in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 15, when, where Jesus was walking on the water. And the disciples saw him walking towards them. They were in their boat, wondering it was some kind of spirit that was coming towards them. They got freaked out. But verse 27, Jesus spoke to them and said, Be of good cheer. It is I. Don't be afraid. And all of us, don't get freaked out. It's me. And then Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it's really you, they call me out on the water to walk towards you. Verse 29 says, And he said, Jesus said, Come. And when Peter came down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Wow, that's amazing, right? He actually walked on the water. He did it. But the story doesn't end there. Verse 30 says, When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid, and he began to sink. And he cried, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, I can hear the despair in his voice. Oh, thou of little faith, wherefore did you doubt? Or why did you doubt? In other words, dude, you were doing it. You were doing it. I saw you. But then you began to doubt and you sank. You had faith. But then your faith was changed by the circumstance. By you thinking that it was hard. By you thinking that it was impossible. By you getting scared because the wind was blowing. It changed your faith. And that faith turned into fear. And that fear led to failure. So if we want to live a successful Christian life, a life that is pleasing to God, we're going to have to walk by faith. In fact, one last verse says, book of Romans, chapter 1, verse 17. It says, for herein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. So we know that we're living in the last days. We know that the rapture of the church is imminent. It could happen at any moment, they say. And if we believe that, we want to make sure that we're living a life that is pleasing to God, that we're truly walking by faith. Because again, it says in Hebrews eleven six that without faith, it's impossible to please him. And we want to have that same testimony that Enoch had before he was translated that he pleased God. So once again, we have to choose faith. Choose faith over fear. Choose faith over your circumstances. Walk by faith and not by what your eyes are telling you. Have faith in God. Because with God... All things are possible. May God continue to bless you.
Amen.